Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Prop or Flop, where Joe Ostrowski breaks down tonight's pro basketball action. Where can you make money on player props tonight? Joe O answers now on Prop or Flop on BetQL Daily. BetQL and Radio.com have partnered up to help you beat the sports books. Use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps sports bettors of all types from the first time bettors to hardcore make more informed betting decisions using data and analytics. Again, promo code daily, 20% off any subscription. It is BetQL Daily and the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski and Adam Burke co-hosting uh, with me today, taking a look at the NBA card. And uh, Adam, let's just start off with... The NBA game that we find most appealing doesn't have to be a prop. It can also uh, be side total or just a different angle on the game. And I will start things off. I am looking at what we got six games tonight, one postponed San Antonio, Indiana. And I'm looking at Charlotte, Utah. The Jazz are favored by 12, total of 228 and a half. Uh, the, the run the Jazz has been go- going on recently, just amazing. They, they did not win. And did not cover. Uh, that's breaking news. Anytime that happens on uh, their last matchup, going against uh, the Clippers the other day, they are top three in offensive and defensive efficiency. Uh, these two teams played on February fifth. Jazz outscored uh, the Hornets one thirty eight to one twenty one. Bogdanovich uh, lit it up for thirty one. Lamelo, uh, the heavy heavy favorite for Rookie of the Year, he had uh, thirty four points in that one. So uh, it looks like Graham is doubtful uh, for Charlotte tonight. But what really uh, pops to me from a, a player prop angle, and not all of these are posted yet, just something to consider. Uh, Utah, they're hitting the most threes per game of any team in the NBA, 16 and a half per game. And the Hornets give up a lot of threes. Uh, they, they give up the third most, about 15 per game. And I was looking at, at the frequency of corner threes. Uh, Utah number one in the NBA, uh, and and Charlotte gives up a bunch. So it, it, I don't see it up on every site, but uh, Royce O'Neal, his threes prop is usually at one and a half. So uh, over one and a half could be a, a pretty good look there. Yeah, I think that one makes some sense. And also, too, you wonder about a team like Charlotte where usually I like to back teams, you know, that are heading out on the road, that are, you know, trying to get uh, put their best foot forward in that first road game. But here for Charlotte, long trip out to Salt Lake City, playing a little bit of elevation, 
you wonder if they've got their legs under them in tonight's game. So you know, running out there, charging out, guarding the perimeter, something that you mentioned, they don't do that well to begin with. I think you're very much on the right track there with that one. And initially, you know, I kind of lean Charlotte plus the 12, just thinking, you know, first road game, they'll try and start out, you know, on the right foot. Jazz have the Lakers coming up here on Wednesday, so maybe a little bit of a look-ahead spot. But if Utah rains down threes like they've been doing all year long, uh, this could be blowout city. Uh, Adam, I was just uh, looking at the uh, Jazz outright number, and fifth favorite makes sense uh, ahead of Philadelphia. If, if I would say there are six teams that can win it between Lakers, Nets, Clippers, Bucks, Jazz, Sixers. That's as deep as I would go. Sixers may be a stretch there. Uh, the Jazz is the fifth favorite at eight to one. It feels like now we've reached the point value's completely gone on Utah, even if you're a believer. Yeah, I think so too. And it is tough to be a believer just because, you know, you've got some of the big star power in the two Los Angeles teams. And, right. you know, for AD, yeah, he's out right now. But at the same time, you know, that's four weeks of not getting any wear and tear on his body to where, you know, now, especially missing a week with the All Star break where it won't really impact the Lakers at all from a standing standpoint. You know, that's the tough part is, you know, Utah, and, and Bobby mentioned this in the fir- in the uh, previous segment, Utah getting the number one seed would be great because then they're at home and mm-hmm. they would be able to use that altitude to their advantage. And if they don't get that, and then, of course, have to beat both L.A. teams, as Bobby said, uh, I think it's just a very tough road for them, kind of no matter what happens. Right. You better get the number one seed. And, yes. hey, who knows? Uh, maybe the minutes restriction for Paul George will be lifted by the time we get to the end of the season. Last night in the final moments, uh, he did not play there. Uh, on this sixth game a card for tonight, Adam, uh, what jumps out to you? I think something that's kind of interesting here tonight is the game between Miami and Oklahoma City. You got Oklahoma City playing their fifth game in seven days, back-to-back with travel. They played yesterday. And you've got a Miami team finishing up a seven-game road trip. So they've been away from home for a long time. As we know, life on the road this year in the NBA is, is much, much different. Your movements are very restricted. You know, Normally, teams would go out west, and, and they'd go out in L.A., they'd go to the restaurants and the bars, they'd have a good time, maybe kind of step away from the game a little bit, clear the mind. This season, you can't do that. So this has been a very long and probably arduous trip for Miami, kind of like Oklahoma City getting the points tonight, even though – you know, obviously they uh, have been the best team to back this season. Uh, Thunder only team playing tonight, uh, wrapping up a back-to-back, their third game in four nights. Uh, so something to keep in mind. Now, the injury report, Tyler Hero is listed as questionable. Um, I'll be uh, keeping a close eye on that because I- I've been riding the prop of Butler rebounds and assists, and he's been crushing it. Butler has been a triple-double threat nearly every night. And uh, last game, uh, Butler did not hit that over. It was eight rebounds and five assists, and the number's been inflated because he keeps hitting it. It was like 16 and a half. But Hero was getting a lot of those rebounds and assists. So if he's out of the lineup, I might take a look at that Jimmy Butler prop. Well, it makes sense. You know, you think about when guys are out, you know, people think about it in terms of the effect on the point spread or the total, but you got to think about it in terms of the usage for the other guys in the lineup. And that's where the player prop market definitely comes into play. Uh, Adam, late game, the uh, last one of the evening, we've got Washington at the LA Lakers. Lakers fared by six and a half, total of 225 and a half. Lakers have lost three of four since that uh, AD injury, three of four. And obviously they want to turn that around. It's going to be a fun game. Um, So defensive efficiency, the Lakers have been number one 
throughout the league. And then on the other side, we have Washington. They're going to give up a ton. Uh, they're number one in pace. Beal's going to get his points. Westbrook's uh, going to get his. Uh, but the big question is, okay, where's the usage going to go with 80 out of the lineup? And, and many thought it would go to Dennis Schroeder, but due to health and safety protocols, he's been out the last couple of games. Uh, now the first full game without AD, I noticed um, Kuzma did not shoot much. However, very different story over, over the last couple of games. Uh, Kuzma has been involved a bunch uh, going across uh, the box score, including uh, rebounds more so, and then some assists too. Yeah, and, and again, that's the thing with player props is, you know, efficiency is great, but you're kind of looking for usage. You're sort of looking for volume. So like you said, somebody's got to start taking those shots that AD was taking. And, you know, the, the tough thing for the Lakers, and I mean, I saw this for years with the Cavs when LeBron was here. There were games where LeBron stepped up and you knew they were coming and you knew he was going to take over the game. And yeah. you kind of expected one of them against the Nets and it, it just didn't really happen. So does he go out and do that tonight against the Wizards? I'm not entirely sure. A couple of player props I do like on the Wizards side, though. Uh, you mentioned Westbrook and his usage. I mean, is this not the quintessential game for Westbrook to want to go out there and take 25 shots? Just, you know, playing up against <laughs> LeBron, sort yeah. of, you know, trying to see how he measures up in that spot. So I kind of like Westbrook over 20 and a half points, even though I don't think he'll be super efficient. I just think him and Beal wind up taking a large percentage of the shots here tonight. So then also by extension, I think Hachimura under, I think it was 12 and a half points over a points bet. Uh, kind of looking at that one too. I, I just don't know how many shot attempts he'll wind up with and how often he'll get the ball. Yeah, it was a big question. Um, I was watching him the other night. He he hit the over in the in the points very uh, late in that contest uh, with, with the Wizards win in that game against, uh, yeah, that was Portland, I believe, on Saturday night. I, I, I considered the same thing about LeBron. I was, look, I was looking at the Lakers losing three of four. Uh, people are going to start to see, okay, what are the Lakers without Anthony Davis? I, I could see this also as a game that LeBron just balls out. Yeah, he he just – that's one of the things I've always appreciated about him. I mean, we know how great of a player he is, and, and maybe I'm biased being a Clevelander. I think he's the best of all time. But the way he flips that switch when he wants to. You know, like the game that he had in Cleveland – and the front office guy upset him by, by kind of chirping him a little bit. And then <laughs> yeah. he just had this ridiculous fourth quarter. And it's like anytime that guy is questioned either by himself or externally, he just goes off. So maybe tonight's the night he does it just to sort of, you know, make a statement to the team more so than anybody else. And by the way, BetQL has a five-star bet on the Wizards getting seven tonight against the Lakers. If you can get seven uh, maybe consider that one. It, it should be a fun game. Another fun one. Uh, how about Portland and Phoenix? Uh, the Suns have been great ATS this year. They're favored by six and a half, a uh, total of uh, 230. Uh, Chris Paul has looked great of late. You have Dame Lillard, top three scorer in the NBA right now. I believe the Suns eight and one ATS over their last nine games. Um, so uh, the Suns playing their third game in four nights, but just kind of the star power here. I, I'm going to be interested in this matchup. One of the things I was looking at with Phoenix over the weekend, and this is something I've been focusing on a lot in college basketball is, you know, a lot of teams in the NBA are doing this. Teams in the NBA don't shoot that mid-range jumper a whole lot. Phoenix no. shoots it a fair amount and also has a very high rate of efficiency on it. So I'm kind of looking for Houston or excuse me, for Phoenix to be a little bit of a regression candidate overall, and in particular, a guy like Devin Booker, who's actually, 
shooting the best in that mid-range game of his career. I, I think he's, I they wanted to say he's maybe 4% above his career average, something like that on those mid-range twos. I just don't think that that's a really sustainable offensive approach and certainly not in today's NBA. So while Phoenix is good, while I think that they'll still keep putting up points, I think that there is some regression opportunities there for this team and Booker specifically. So that's something I'm kind of watching here over the next couple of weeks before that first half finishes up. I mean, I'm just so brainwashed, Adam. Like sometimes I'll watch a team, some good players, quality players, both ends of the court, and they can't shoot from the outside. It just, so, sometimes offensively, I just find myself thinking, boy, this guy's pretty useless if he can't hit the three. The, yeah. the way these teams spread it out and and are playing right now, that the, at the volume that they are taking these threes. Uh, Chicago and Houston, Bulls are favored by one. It is a total of 227. So we've got a, a coin flip situation. Bulls third game in four nights. For the Rockets, it's their first game since Wednesday. Uh, Zach Levine having a terrific season for the Bulls. Rockets third in pace. Bulls are fourth in pace. It looks like Christian Wood is going to miss another game. Oladipo is listed as doubtful. I believe Wood said the other day that he feels 80%. So I, I don't expect him to be out there. But since Wood's injury, uh, the Rockets are 0-7 straight up, losing to some sub-500 teams like Charlotte, New Orleans, Miami, New York Knicks, Washington the other day. So uh, I, I'm wondering if the Bulls are a play. Yeah, I don't know. Early money on the Bulls. So it seems like yeah. a lot of people kind of thinking along the same lines that you are. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. John Wall uh, just been crushing it lately. Talk about use, usage. Everything's going through Wall with all the injuries that the Rockets are dealing with. Joe Ostrowski, Adam Burke, BetQL Daily. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski and Adam Burke with you today. Are you ready to make it rain? 30 days, 30 games, $3 million in free bets given away to PointsBet customers by Paige Sporanek. Download the PointsBet app to find out more. Each day you pull up the app and uh, there is a specific game that I'm going to ask Eli about to see if he has a side. Because, um, Adam, it's really cool when even if you – Lose a bet, you're like, okay, I'm. I got a bunch, like, 
I think it was Michigan hit 11 threes yesterday going off the top of my head. So you got $33 in, uh, in free bets to go into your queue. At least for me, I'll be using those on futures with MLB. Yeah, it's it's definitely nice to get something back. And, and points bet's oh. great about that, too. Their promotions are, are really, really cool on a daily and weekly basis. Sorry, I took Michigan yesterday. That's fine. And that, I get it. That, that, was, that, that was the game yesterday. So you don't even have a future on, on your Buckeyes, huh? No. Mm-mm. I don't have a future. I, I don't I, – like I said, I don't really necessarily love their profile. I, I love Holtman. Yeah. I just – I don't know. I don't know about their offensive sustainability, especially taking those low-percentage shots in a one-and-done format. That, that scares me a little bit. Uh, Adam, why don't you start us off? Uh, this is when we give our best bet or bets of the evening. If it's one, that's fine. If you have a couple looks, um, maybe not even uh, a play you're going to do for sure, just something that you're leaning to uh, earlier in the morning on Monday. What do you think? There's a few things I'm taking a look at here. Uh, one that Eli mentioned earlier in the show, I too like Oregon tonight. Uh, Dana Altman, one of the best coaches against the spread late in the season. So that's what I'm taking a look at. They're plus four out there in the marketplace. I think that's a pretty good look in that one. Uh, also on the college hardwood tonight, looking at Air Force, they're at home against New Mexico, and Air Force is a deplorable defensive team. I mean, they are horrible without the basketball, but they're shooting over 56% on two-point shots in conference play. Effective field goal percentage is in the 55% range. I don't think New Mexico is good enough offensively to exploit how bad that defense is. Mm-hmm. So seeing Air Force minus one, minus one and a half there, uh, in that game in Colorado Springs. I, I do like the Falcons a little bit to take down the Lobos tonight. All right, good stuff. Adam Burke uh, on Oregon and Air Force. Before we get to Eli for college hoops, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm thinking on the NBA. Boy, I, I understand why money is coming in on the Bulls, but I'm not sure that I can pull the trigger as the Bulls as a favorite. As a favorite. Yeah, the Rockets have been struggling lately without Wood. They're also Oladipo out, but as far as sides, I was looking there. But I'm not quite sure. Uh, would you maybe, just take the money line, or would you take the plus one on on Houston? I would. Mm, I'm probably not betting Houston. Just the way okay. they've looked recently. Yeah, they've lost what seven in a row without Wood and uh, with all of these injuries. Like what I've seen out of John Wall. Maybe I'd look to the first half play. Uh, Houston hasn't played since last Wednesday, so uh, maybe you can do that. By the way, we we didn't mention this game earlier. Dallas, they have their first game in eight days tonight. Going up against Memphis, not not a game that I have uh, circled here, but it's interesting that Memphis has played uh, three games in four nights, and then you've got Dallas. They haven't played in over a week. Uh, but something that I like on the player prop market, talked about Charlotte, Utah. So the Jazz hit the most threes of any team in the NBA, and the Hornets allow the third most threes, 15 a game, and the Jazz are making 16 and a half per game. And as far as the uh, frequency, the Jazz are number one, and then Charlotte gives up the most. And Royce O'Neal for corner threes is set at one and a half. I've seen in juice at minus 115. So I think that still has some value. If you want to look at Bogdanovich for any of his props, that's not a bad look. The last time these two teams played, Bogdanovich went off for 31 and his uh, threes prop is set at two and a half. Uh, So that's where I am looking as far as uh, the player prop market. I might look at Kuzma again. I wonder, I'm intrigued by the pace of that matchup because the Lakers are so good defensively and then Washington is so terrible, but they play at a very uh, fast pace and uh, all those props, you have Beal way up there. But now the Kuzma one is like 17 and a half. So it's a little inflated for me. Not sure that I can get there. But my favorite is uh, 
Royce O'Neal as far as tonight. And uh, take a look at LaMelo Ball. He, he was big last time they went up against the Jazz, too. Eli Herskovich, what are you thinking for tonight in your lightning bet? Yeah, Oregon. I'll be taking the Ducks plus four. You can still get that number on points bet. Adam mentioned it as one of his favorite college basketball plays. It just sets up well for Oregon with their 2-3 matchup zone against a USC team that can't shoot it. Yes, they have a really good freshman in Evan Mobley, but Oregon's perimeter defense and that zone and their interior defense, and USC wants to get the ball down low inside. That's what that's what Oregon's defense does best. So if you're going to beat the Ducks, you have to shoot threes, and I don't think USC has the perimeter offense to get that done. Also, USC in the bottom half of the Pac-12 in turnover percentage. Oregon with those guards. Duarte and uh, Will Richardson and Eric Williams also back for Oregon. Should be able to create some turnovers and get out on the break. Adam mentioned this too with Oregon, how they're a much better team in the latter part of the season. We saw that go back to two years ago, made a run of the Pac-12 tournament, got to the Sweet 16, almost upset Virginia like pretty much every UVA opponent did during their title run. This team kind of sets up similarly. When you think about good guard play, they don't have to rely on one score like they did last year with Peyton Pritchard. Really good big in Omaruri, the Rutgers transfer, going back to a couple years ago. I, I think this team has really high upside and a Dana Altman uh, and a coach in Altman that has, has the pedigree to make a run. Eli, let's say you want some free bets and you have to take Duke minus five and a half or, uh, or take the points with Cuse. What would you do? No idea who that who that would be, who that person <laughs> would, that would want those free bets. I would say, yeah, I would. I kind of lean towards Duke. I, I understand why wow. the market is. Yeah, I just I like the way this team is playing, and if they're shooting well, like that's how you beat Syracuse in that two three zone. So if they're off from three, Cuse could definitely cover this number. But because of the way Duke is playing, because of their floor spacers, everyone could shoot the floor. They run a five out offense. Matthew Hurt, kind of like Ohio State, like they. I know everyone's talking about their, I mean, I talk about their defensive woes, but they lift everybody up onto the perimeter and they all could shoot, whether it's Liddell or Young, not comparing Duke to Ohio State, it's apples and oranges, but they have a lot of perimeter floor spacers and Matthew Hurt keeps shooting. If he keeps shooting the way he does, Duke could definitely uh, cover this line and win by over two possessions. All right. Thank you, Eli. You guys are going to force me into playing the Oregon Ducks uh, later on <laughs> tonight. Joe Ostrowski, Adam Burke. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio uh, Network. Uh, Adam, tell us about your season preview. That drops uh, Thursday, and uh, what does it entail? Yeah, hoping to have it done on Thursday. It's been my plan all along. Uh, I've got uh, getting into the editing process now. i got to finish up some player futures stuff, but it is, I will admit, it is a long-form guide. It's it's very in-depth, very detailed. There are some advanced analytics concepts in there, but I do have a glossary at the front to explain all of those things, what they mean, why I interpret that data and apply it. But full team previews for all 30 teams with a season win total pick for all 30 teams. Nice. I do talk about in the recap, or in the summary, I should say, of the ones that are stronger than others because you're not going to like all 30 you know, season win totals, but... We'll key in on the ones that are stronger. We'll talk about my future strategies. Um, you know, we'll also take a look, as I said, at those player futures. So very, very in-depth preview. You got a month to read it before the season starts. And uh, it's something that I put a lot of time and effort into. It's something that helps me with my personal handicapping, you know, on a game-by-game -game basis as well. And I think it's also got a lot of beneficial fantasy baseball application to it uh, for people that are looking at, you know, what we talked about earlier, about guys bouncing back offensively, guys bouncing back as pitchers, stuff like that. 
Uh, so you can, you know, the easiest place to find that will be on my Twitter at skating tripods. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to having that out again and uh, went 21 and nine on those season win total picks in 2019. So hopefully doing the same or better this year. Oh, awesome. 21 and nine. Uh, it's going to be tough for you to top that one. Look forward yeah. to checking that out. Especially this year. With, with <laughs> just how crazy last year was, but we'll I see. know. I know. Uh, looking forward to checking that out. So is there award stuff? And you said player features. So does that mean RBI leader, hits leader, home run leader, stuff like that? More or less Cy Young and MVP. Uh, and then okay. home run king is is one I really like looking at. That's one where I can really nerd out and take a deep dive of, you know, launch angles, guys that are hitting more fly balls, guys that are pulling the ball, uh, stuff like that. I really love the home run king preview. That's kind of my, my favorite one of them all. Um, but you know, I will have those uh, in a PDF, a uh, full guide PDF, and then also individual pages uh, over at ATS.io. Awesome. Uh, for home run leader, I don't want you to give everything away, but what is one of your favorite stats? Just those underlying stats that uh, maybe some not are not looking at. It's kind of a combination of two. I look at fly ball percentage and pull percentage because oh. you have to be able to pull the ball to hit for a lot of power. You know, a lot of guys do have power to all fields, but if you're consistently hitting to the gaps into center field, makes it a little bit harder for you to hit home runs. So I'm looking for a guy that pulls the ball at least, you know, 46, 47% of the time and hits it in the air more than 40% of the time so that you've got enough of a sample size of batted balls that hopefully, you know, enough of them actually leave the ballpark. Very good. Uh, did you... Have you gotten involved in the futures market? It, it's funny. Like I've t I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday who at the time, right after the season ended, right after we realized that Cohen was going to be the owner of the Mets, he's like, okay, I'm getting in on the Mets. And he got a good number. And he's just so frustrated, of course, because of the Dodgers. I'm like, no, no, no. If that bet was still available, everyone would be jumping on the Mets. The number's gone and it just feels like the Dodgers are going to run away with the National League. Yeah, it does. But at the same time, I mean, to me, I, I don't really look at World Series futures as trying to pick the winner. Yeah. I want a playoff team that I can hedge against, you know, in, in the division series or the championship series if they get there. So, you know, I'm mostly looking at 20 to one or higher prices where, you know, a team like Houston, for example, they could very well win the American League. It, it wouldn't shock me, but they'll be an underdog to the Yankees in the ALCS if they get there. So if I'm holding 25 to one, I can play against that a little bit, take a piece of the Yankees to win the series, something like that. I'd love to hit the jackpot, but I want to try to find opportunities to lock in profit. So I'm not taking short prices. I'm taking mid-range or higher prices, hoping they get there, and then I can do something with a series price or something like that. Something that I'm having a tough time with is usually we'll have an idea of which teams are going to add for sure going into the year, mm -hmm. but, but now there are, you know, I, I cover the Cubs on a regular basis. I don't know. They're shedding payroll. Rick Ricketts was one of the first owners to cry poor, even a major market team like the Cubs with all the money and revenue that comes into Wrigley field. It's like, I, I don't know that they're going to spend. They might just be dumping guys like Chris Bryant. Yeah. Baez is an impending free agent, Rizzo an impending free agent. And then of course, Bryant, the, those guys could all be traded at the trade deadline and, and you know, that's why I would never hold a Cubs futures ticket. I just, no. I, I don't know how things set up for them come late July. It, it, same thing for a lot of teams. I'm like, I, I don't know how much uh, 
they're in the red right now. How much they're worried about payroll. So it, one thing, uh, another challenge to this year. That's Adam Burke at Skating Tripods. Uh, check out his preview. Expect it to drop later on this week. Thanks a lot, Adam. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, Joe. I'll be back tomorrow. BetQL Daily, 10 a.m. to 1 Eastern right here on the BetQL Audio Network.